motherfucking boy. <laughs> Welcome back to Dropping the Needle, episode nine for March 2022, also known as Women's History Month, also known as, well, at the time that we're recording, it's not March and it's Mardi Gras. So Mardi yeah. Gras time too. Um, let me ask you boys, Pat Aris, Adam Knitch, back again for it. Adam, what actually uh, the only reason I said Mardi Gras stuff is because you have a Mardi Gras themed beer, which yeah, for this episode. So tell us, tell us all about this Port Orleans. <laughs> this Port Orleans, it's the Bacchus Blonde, so it's named after one of the parades. Uh, it's I guess it's coming up on Sunday, which is like a couple days, two days from now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a just it's a light blonde ale. I mean, it's crushable. I mean, it's like an all day. All day drinker. This one. Yeah. yeah. I like I like the uh king cake colors of it too from people that are watching yeah, the YouTube well, version. The Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that Mardi, those Mardi Gras colors. Oh, I know, but I mean motherfuckers always making king cake like that, you know. Oh yeah. But that's Anyways. It's Mardi Gras colors. <laughs> yeah. Um at this time, I don't know if it'll be out at this point, but um I went and did an episode of uh Anyone Can Die. With your boys, uh, Kenny and Nathaniel, and I don't know if it'll be out at this right now, but if it is, um, this is what happened. So we did an episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and then Nathaniel gave me all these beers that he can't drink anymore. So he gave me this Japanese green tea IPA from Stone nice. Brewing, which is a ten point one. So it's it's an IPA brewed with green tea. It says, and Can you taste uh, the green tea. I've never tried it. So no, you haven't tried it. This is gonna be a first. It says that it was first brewed in 2011. And it says Baird, Ishii, and Stone. So I guess it's a collaboration beer. Yeah. But uh yeah, Barry I've never Chico, had it. It's like a isn't Barry Chico or whatever, like a green tea brand or something. I guess so. Um, but yeah, so this will be interesting. Um been sitting for a few minutes so i don't know if it's going to be gross or bad or whatever i don't know if it's going to explode i don't know how old this thing is but we'll see um but anyways you know dropping the needle is all about as i pour this fucking green tea thing i'm actually dude for a beer that's 10.1 this is hella clear yeah Oh man, you know when something's boozy, you can smell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's boozy, but it smells like green tea. Yeah, but Stone Stone Brewery, man, they're always making crazy things. Yeah, they're so like boozy. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, shout out Stone though, if they you know want to sponsor an episode. Anyways, dropping the needle episode nine. We're here to talk about the Queen of Memphis, Miss Gangsta Boo, right here. Oh, nice. Oh, no, that's not it. She's here. <laughs> right here. That's my, my sweet. Um, hey, Gangsta Boo and her first, her debut album, Inquiring Minds. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about this. It's kind of, it's dope. I found some, some cool shit about this. Um, so, but to put in perspective, Gangsta Boo, uh, is was born Lola Chantrell Mitchell 
uh, August 7th, 1979, the stage named Gangsta Boo, raised in Memphis, uh, particularly Whitehaven. And uh, she's, you know, what they call, uh, what, what is the what is the word that they say? <laughs> uh, she's the, oh, I guess it, it was, I, I was thinking about something else, but yeah, she's the first female member of 3-6 Mafia. Um, only like official member or a female member of, of, of three, six. Um, of course there's, you know, um, <clears throat> there's the chat and then there's you know, a couple other people that have collaborated here and there, but, um, yeah, she's the only official one. And, uh, this particular album was released in, was on, well on September 29th, 1998, my hypnotized minds, relativity records. And I mean, I'm going to be real about it. We, I hadn't, uh, I don't, I, dude, it's hard to go through the whole uh, catalog of three, six and like all of, all of like the members, all their, their shit. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Actually, I want to, let me, let me get a little taste of it. <laughs> That's dangerous, bro. It's not hard to drink, which is really bad for a 10.1 anyways this came out in 1998 which I thought was interesting so there is a song on here called Be Real okay Um, no 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 is it Be Real yeah yeah I think so so if you uh, this might get as a copyright uh, thing but this (laughs) okay so that's what's beef by notorious big right released in 1997 on life after death and i was like man i've heard like when i was listening to taboo shit i was like man i heard this this fucking this sample before like where did i hear it and i'm a big biggie fan so i was like man I, i definitely heard that shit before and um no, it's uh, it's on this track. It's not be real. No, that's not it. Fuck, oh, man. Why can't I think? <laughs> Is it be real? Oh uh, yeah. But anyways, this album is dope, dude. I was I was really psyched on it, and um, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Like, did you I mean, did you like it or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It doesn't stand out. I mean, like you know. I don't know. It's like it's good, but yeah, it's just like it's it's weird for like to be like a solo album because it's really just like I mean, as is like all their all their work, it's all a collaborative effort. I feel like, and this yeah. is especially like I mean, a lot of these songs I felt like were on, or maybe it's just maybe it was maybe I had listened to this and didn't realize, but I thought a lot of these songs were on other three six other stuff uh, projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're definitely on like the uh, it's a couple of the mixtape things and like the yeah. for sure the. Uh, the uh, best of and it yeah it was be real so listen oh yeah okay so i was like that's what is this sample so i googled it and in both you know uh diddy and i guess uh dj paul at the time and and juice uh this comes from a guy named richard evans a song called close to you from 1972 off the album dealing with hard times which i'll just show it real quick um, and I was like, uh, I looked it up cause I was like, man, where is this from? If they both got a sample, it, like, it's kind of crazy, but, um, 
yeah besides i mean just like what you said this a lot of these things i feel like i'd heard before but i mean i think that's because you know we're fans of three six and like all of yeah all of the members so i mean you're a big fan of juice too so yeah um i don't know i was i was kind of surprised to hear some of the some of the tracks but at the same time i was like oh okay like this is just like it's yeah it, it, was, it felt more it like a, cool. oh you go you go sorry i was gonna say it was just it was cool to, yeah i guess to hear it like in a how it was supposed to be compiled. You know, I feel like we've heard these songs individually or like, yeah. like you said on best of albums or whatever. So it was good to like go back and like, Oh yeah, maybe I've never really listened to this whole album and like, you know, and the uh, ad libs and skits too. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. More cohesive. I was, um, I was kind of like some of the, the people that are um, featured, I was like, who the fuck is yeah is this you know but these are like old i guess like old memphis hip-hop heads people's um like t-rock i've never heard of them which is kind of crazy but then you got like you know um like 36 members like like crunchy and and koopsta and like uh even profit posse and a bunch of this shit yeah i was Um, gonna say profit posse was like the craziest to go back like oh yeah and realize like how many people try to sound like him now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um well and then you know you got project you got you know you got everybody on here which is kind of crazy but not even the the craziest thing um <coughs> shit um the craziest thing about this is this released a month after boo's 19th birthday can you imagine being 19 and already being in three six for years and then dropping this, like you're 19 yeah. years old, and you're, yeah. I mean, debatably, I think probably the most lyrically talented member of Three Six Mafia. Yeah, for sure. Um, and which is impressive. I mean, you know, even back then you had, you know, you had people like Lil Kim and stuff. But uh, as far as the South goes, I don't think anybody was pushing like not even just oh, yeah. female hip hop, but just uh, hip hop like this in general. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it definitely inspirational too, to whatever, you know, is out now, you know, like all the female oh, yeah. artists. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you, it's kind of funny, like as I was looking at this and like checking out some, some things to talk about, um, I was like, man, this is, I could you could hear and like listening to I listened to it over and over yesterday just to like refresh and the things that you you catch on you're like fuck that is definitely like you know you can hear I mean I don't want to like call names really but like you can hear your your Megan the Stallions you can hear your you know um you can hear all these people in it and it's like okay you know that's dope like that's dope that they're I, I wish they'd sample some of this shit though, like if they haven't already that I don't know about, which would be yeah. cool, like a like kind of a throwback, like homage type of deal. Yeah. Um, but I can't even. I, mean, I, do think, I mean, New York. I was gonna go and say like you know I feel like New York uh, does a good job of paying like you know respect to what Three Six says. You know, like they're really into it, like Flatbush Zombies, like you know, yeah, Flatbush. Um, I mean all yeah. of uh all of the fucking asap mob just ASAP, obsessed yeah. um like every single one of them which is kind of dope yeah. uh but, but they, then you got you know done 
Huh? But they've done samples. I was going to say they've done samples, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's cool to see like a young generation doing samples of uh, Six Mafia or even like uh, what was that uh, Blood Orange song with um, Gangsta Boo and Project Pat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Old Chains or whatever. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that. Uh, so Gangsta Boo did a, a few albums after this and um, has done mixtapes and shit. But this one, we wanted to focus on this one because, you know, it's that it's the first solo one, uh, released 98, which is crazy. And it did uh, it did pretty well, like chart wise Um, um, billboard top 200. It hit 46 was the peak. It's crazy. And U.S. top R&B hip hop albums. It hit 15 in 98. Oh, you got to think. um, Yeah. 98. Like the reason I brought up the. uh, the thing about Biggie is like uh, that album came out in 97. So it's like you had people that are probably biting that shit then. And you, you're just on the cusp of like um, all of the like New Orleans shit, like popping off, like right on the cusp of that. So it's like, yeah, that was, I mean, all of that stuff is like very of, I mean, it's not of the time that shit still hits, but it's like, it was so huge, you know, like we're talking uh, fucking hot boys and all that stuff, like all that stuff was a just about to hit. So it's like just for this to come out and like be its own thing. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I still think like after listening to it a few times, I think it stands on its own as, as far as like. Yeah, definitely. It, three, six six say. albums. It's, yeah. yeah, it's original and like kind of put a stamp on like what the hip hop scene, especially for the South was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like New Orleans had its own kind of thing going on, and Memphis had its thing going on. They were kind of the same, but they were both like you know, Memphis with three six like had definitely had their own sound, and you know, yeah. even the ad libs and stuff were like you know, like <laughs> it's yeah. just the themes too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, also kind of interesting to to throw out. It was uh, recorded at Cotton Row Recording Studio, which. I mean, I personally don't know shit about, so we're going to look at it right now. Um, I've never <laughs> even heard of it. Have you, I mean, have I you? No, I haven't either. Yeah. So it's, it's on like someone's house or something. Looks like it. Yeah. But it's uh, 1503 Madison Avenue. So, I mean, me and you hung out on Madison Avenue quite a bit in high school. So um, for shows and whatnot. But it says we're a full service recording facility established in 1980. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it just looks like a house from what I can see. Uh, it looks cool, though. It looks legit. Like, it, this looks like a... I mean, yeah, legit in the, in the same way that if I told you, oh, this is in Memphis and this is a recording studio, you would be like, I, I kind of get the vibe. It looks like <laughs> yeah. a house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's cool. You can... I mean, if you Google it, you can check out the street view and, and shit. It's pretty yeah. dope um go and check them out if you're you know in fucking memphis and you want to see that but which is kind of interesting that's right down the street from like all of all the other stuff like that's i feel like everything music related is in like midtown basically pretty much yeah yeah but anyways we wanted to focus on this album because you know it's women's history month and uh we've been trying to think of like a good good female artists like throw out there uh for women's history month which is 
dope and we were like well fuck what what the hell like what we're always listening to this stuff like why don't we throw a gangsta boo album in there and so we did and you know shout out to her actually we reached uh, actually for real let's be real about this we reached we reached out to her and um pat was trying hard <laughs> i was trying i was like I, you know i'm gonna see what's up and um uh just shout out to the people that run the get gangsta boo email address because i mean they replied and stuff which is cool so shout out to that because that's not always what happens so i appreciate a person that actually replies even if it's a you know a no or a maybe or just a kind of ghost you but like sees what's up i appreciate a reply so shout out to them to tyra professionals Mm -hmm. um i wanted to bring this up so Gangsta Boo, I feel, you know, like three six kind of like petered out, you know, after at a certain point, uh, and then eventually came back. But and uh, from everything I've heard, it was um, drug use related kind of shit that kind of broke them up. Like people were going in on some stuff, and then other people weren't. And um, she left three six a while back, and of course has done shows with them. She left in two thousand two. So at some point, like that kind of sparked back up. But um, I feel like if they if they would have kept going, uh, this is I mean, it was bound to happen where like there, there would be, you know, even better and bigger albums and stuff. But Gangsta Booze somehow stayed in like um, in the conversation, you know, this whole time, like um and the reason I bring this up is because she did a song, um, obviously, with Run the Jewels. And uh, she's done a couple songs, actually. So Walking in the Snow. And uh, what's what's the other song that she did with them on? Man. Three? Uh, Run the Jewels 3 or 2? Uh, I think it's 3. I'm going to look it up real quick. Somebody, uh... <laughs> I think it's 2. I don't know. Never uh, I'm prepared. <laughs> that makes it fun though <laughs> um yeah, yeah i remember is yeah walking in the snow but walking in the snow isn't that new and she was in the visual album that was that's really cool yeah. so that's on rtj4 but um the other one is on yeah it's on two two uh i know oh fuck me maybe it's not maybe it's on one it's on one. How the fuck is on a one? That's crazy. No, it's not on one. Yeah, so I gotta be on two, three. Yeah, I think it's on three. Uh, fuck me, dude. I don't even know. God damn it! Why can't I even think of this song? Do you know the song? Yeah, I'm trying to think what you're. Yeah, I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying. I don't want to like play it because the the fucked, you know. But like, (laughs) um... oh, love again. It's on. It's on two. Yeah. 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 My bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Track number nine, and and then then on game uh, on RTJ four, walking in the snow, which is dope. Um, But. I don't know. Like besides that, 
Oh, the reason I brought it up actually is because um, when I saw uh, Run the Jewels at Coachella, this is, I mean, a random, random story. So if, if you are listening, I hopefully fucking remember this. This is really weird. Anyways, um, she ended up coming out on that show and like doing that song. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is, this is dope. And uh, at that particular time we had um, artist passes for that, for that festival mm-hmm. at the time uh, through Meg's previous job. And um, so I was like, shit, I actually, I really want to meet her. We should go back after the show, like behind the stage and whatever, and like say hi. And I wasn't expecting to actually work. You know, I was, I I didn't expect it was going to work, but um, it did. So, (laughs) and I'm actually going to show it for all you audio listeners. I'm going to show what happened that day, if I can find the picture. But um, so I walked backstage, me and Meg are. Uh, like just like kind of like scuttling around like oh shit like what if we, if we see her i'll fucking ask her if i can say hi and um so we end up it's right after the show and we'll walk back and she's just like chilling like walking around or whatever and um i was like i, I literally go up to her it's like miss boo i was like <laughs> i was like can i take a can i take a picture with you and she's like yeah and like, what's cool about it is not the um, the fact that she took a picture with me, but like um, that we were both there, and like I had like a Memphis hat on, and it, there was obvious it was obvious like there was no Memphis people in this fucking festival yeah. besides her, and I felt very much like a oh this is dope like it felt like a not like a connected thing, but it was, it was very cool that she, she recognized the hat and she was like, Oh shit, that's cool. Nice. And I'm going to find it because I'm on the verge of it right now. I think I posted it. Maybe here it is. Here's your boy. Gangsta boo and Meg. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, it's funny about the festivals is, uh, as Coachella 2016, by the way, um so funny thing about festivals is you sometimes you dress for like the festival you know but then yeah coachella is a whole different game you know like you don't you don't bring your fucking your your water bag and all that bullshit like but i did and we're like we didn't know like no this is like you dress fancy but you also have like a fucking mask because the you're in the desert also I mean, everyone knows that I'm not a fan of the desert, so <laughs> it's uh, you know, it goes without saying. But it was—it's just a, a whole different. <laughs> Do it. So you're not a fan of most climates. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm not a fan of most climates. That's very true. Adam. Um, but you know, at the time, I was just like, man, I'm just gonna dress like I would at like Bonnaroo or something probably shouldn't have done that but uh <laughs> it was cool that she uh i mean you know you could you can go up to anybody at like one of these like festivals that has a bunch of celebrities and shit and they'll just ignore you but it was i i thought it was very cool 
that she was dope enough to like you know chat it up for a second yeah. take a picture and stuff which was it's cool you know that shit doesn't happen so yeah shout out to yeah, her it's cool that. that she still seems humble like you know especially yeah. like you had them emphasize on she was like oh yeah definitely like yeah and i was like you know like check it out you know she's like oh shit that's cool um which is dope i mean it's like it's not a thing that you see all the time especially with celebrities so i was appreciative of that which was really like i mean shout shout out to like to her energy because i saw her as well like with run the jewels they did again it was after uh rtj2 came out and they did a serious x film uh like recorded the live show or whatever and so she was there and she yeah she had so much energy yeah also um so following up on that a second time i i saw her was um what 2018 or 19 i think it was 19 uh three six announced that they were getting back together and they were doing a tour and i was like fuck i'm going to this and they did two before they they did the one i saw but like reunion tours with like everybody so like yeah you know all profit posse like all those people and like all of uh all of three six every member that's alive so they were like didn't do some like festival in atlanta and then like another show and then they were doing like a return to memphis type of deal which wasn't actually in memphis it was at like the lander center in fucking mississippi yeah, so memphis. that that place is <laughs> trash like <laughs> trash yeah. yeah um worst venue ever anyway uh saw her there and uh dude i mean i've talked about um on this show before like that show particularly with like your fucking yin yang twins and um and <laughs> and a fucking uh living with penny <laughs> yeah oh shit well, you know everybody every time yin yang twins gets brought up that fucking whisper song gets brought up Let me but uh <laughs> no it was uh yin yang bone thugs and three six it was supposed to be uh you know rip but it was supposed to be uh dmx bone thugs and three six which i was you know i'm a dmx fan i was fucking pumped i was like dude bring that fucking energy to my life but um you know the third act of that show uh three six comes out and the person that i was most impressed with i was was gangsta boo i was like god damn like she's i was like she got some lungs on her man like she doesn't take any breaths like she just or she does but she doesn't you know you can't like (gasps) it's not like that kind of shit so it was more of a uh i was a i was always a fan but when i saw that and it wasn't just one song like with run the jewels you know it was a whole set i was very impressed just in general because i mean i've seen a lot of rappers like live but um just in general and i don't even want to make this about like um you know female rappers like rappers in general like she impressed me with that um for sure and i think more people need to check her out and fucking feature her i think it would be cool if she was on like you know i mean can you imagine her on a song with like somebody like kendrick who just goes for it i think she could hold her own i really do i think so too i think so too but um that's what i was yeah. gonna say is that like yeah like those songs where she's featured it's like it just it always like for me it like it's like oh man i want more you know yeah it's like they give her like a little bit and it's like man she 
she carried that song, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And I mean, I'm glad I'm after listening to inquiring minds, I'm definitely going to listen to all of the other stuff um, more thoroughly. Cause I'm pretty, like we said earlier, I'm pretty sure that we've probably listened to all of it at some yeah. point. It's just, you know, growing up in Memphis and then getting into Memphis hip hop, you kind of listen to everything, but you don't realize you're listening to what you're listening to. Right. Specifically like album wise or whatever, sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody will have like a little bit of everything. Like somebody will have this mixtape and you're at their house and you're listening to it. You don't know what you're listening to or like, but you recognize who it is, you know, yeah, it's like, it's that sure. kind of shit. Or you're like, you're at a house party and like somebody's playing some shit and you're like, like, I recognize what this is, but I don't know exactly what it's on. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Um, speaking of, this is super random, but um, shout out to you, boy. I mean, this is February 26th that we're recording on. Shout out to you, boy, uh, Sean Crow. It's his 35th birthday. Nice. Uh, so that's cool. Shout out to him. I'll call him later, but you know, so you can say, bro. yeah, happy birthday, bro. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, do you want to, want to say anything about uh, what's it, well, I'm gonna go through all of her aka's real quick. So, aka Lola, aka Lady Boo, aka Queen of Memphis, aka the Devil's <laughs> Daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, do you have anything do you want to say anything about? Gangsabu or this album before we move on to like random music news and shit. No, just that like yeah, I see you know we all see we both see why she's inspirational. I wish other people would, you know, see that too. I mean I'm sure they do, but like, you know, I still feel like it's definitely a cult following that so mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. I think she's still doing her thing and good for her. Yeah. Um yeah. Shout out to her. I mean she's still she's still young she can still get after it like yeah you know she's only 42 yeah yeah which is crazy like but i mean you know shout out to her she's killing it um she still performs every now and then which is kind of cool like random places uh, you'll see like she'll post like videos and stuff on her instagram of her performing at like you know house of blues or whatever the fuck like venues in la which is pretty rad um but I hope, you know, the hope at some point that there will be like a new Three Six Mafia album, which probably won't, but yeah. we can only Just hope, you know. But anyways, appreciate you guys, Cebu, but we're going to move on to some music news. So I was talking to Adam about this before, but your boy, yay. Released Don to two on two twenty two twenty two thousand twenty two. Oh, it says actually February twenty third. It says, but whatever. Um, but he released it on a custom thing called the Stem Player that he sells, and it looks kind of like an Echo Dot kind of deal, like an Amazon type of product. Yeah, and it's the only way you can listen to this thing. Looks like birth control. Uh... Their old boy breath control pill these pills meets <laughs> yeah <Google. laughs> I'm just Google like dot. <laughs> I'm just like why <laughs> what I'm like what <laughs> I'm like what is this shit <laughs> like uh I, but 
I, mean, I don't know, man. The, the idea behind the stem player is kind of cool because it's what you can do is it's like a kind of like a small little pocket size instrument that you can remix, I guess, the different chords and courses, you know, and all that stuff to make like, you know, so you can separate the tracks and stuff, you know, and then compile it all together or whatever, do whatever you want. Uh, but, I mean, it's, uh, okay. it sounds cool, but like at the same time, it's like kind of a gimmick for sure. Like, yeah. It's a gimmick. Yeah, the whole album, it's like, okay, you know, it's like a game where it's like the you know it's like back in the day when you did if apollo that was only like on title or what you know like, yeah like, but that shit was so on it's like that that shit was streaming everywhere like a month music. later yeah yeah <laughs> so that's what's gonna happen with this i feel like it's like you can't just like you know, yeah you're such a worldwide artist you can't just like limit it to these things that only certain people can get their hands on yeah i mean i guess we'll see um but, yeah it tends to uh release stuff every two years or lately every year which is kind of weird yeah but um i guess we'll see when it releases i i mean we've talked about it before on this show but i couldn't get through dawn to one that shit was too long like <laughs> yeah there, it's definitely a lot of filler but there's a couple yeah. of good songs on there sure but i mean you could say the same about you know uh, drake's newest thing and i'm like yeah i i'm yeah. not i'm not here for that a two hour long album i'm good no. i don't need a christopher nolan album you know what i'm saying yeah i want to that's the thing i would watch like watch not listen to yeah definitely like this is not 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 1974 we're not like sitting in our beds listening to records with headphones on like that's not what's <laughs> happening <laughs> yeah but i mean i, I don't know it's like I, mean, I i get it and i you know i get that people are into it yeah they're like you know that hype them up and you know I get it too. I mean, also it's, I mean, another thing about it is it's a proprietary thing that he, it's his device. So he got all of the profit for, yeah. You know, he didn't even sell 200,000 of these or something or like, but that's like he sell and they're for $200. Like it's like buying an iPod, you know, but shittier. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> 24 hours ago double uh, XL mag post Kanye West fans pirate Donna 2 instead of buying stem player duh yeah, but um, yeah it's $200 to listen to this thing and yeah, I think he sold like 200 200,000 of them or something he made like a couple million dollars so yeah yeah I mean good for him <clears throat> yeah good for him but like bro that seems <sighs> I don't know for a dude that sells his shoes for like what you know insane <laughs> amounts and like a t-shirt for like $250 I was like do you really like you're really like I mean this is expected I guess at this point but like yeah I don't know I'm not a fan of this type of shit you know yeah no, I mean I get it but yeah. I mean it's like I don't know how I feel I'm like split on it it's like yeah like I get it's stupid but I also get it. it's kind of like the you know it's kind of like yeah well if people are you know gonna buy a shirt for 250 dollars like why not you know yeah i i mean i also get that uh he's been a big proponent of like fighting for your uh, musical rights so like your masters on your tracks and stuff so yeah this move makes sense for him but at the same time i'm just like i still am not down with it you know yeah like I am not buying a fucking stem player. Like no, 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 not, no way, no, no way. Yeah, it's not no happening. Way. You couldn't. You could probably not even <laughs> yeah, give me just, one. 
like I'll I probably would listen Apple to it. Music. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it'll be like the deluxe fucking whatever version when it comes out. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just not into that. So whatever. Um, there's that. There's also some some other crazy shit. Like um, we talk about the Beale Street Music Festival lineup, which right. is kind of crazy. That just got um, released recently. And it's from Friday, April 29th to May 1st. Obviously, that's, you know, that's it's Memphis in May. So it always is like that. But um, were you surprised at any of these headliners? So let, I'll refresh you real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I've seen it in a while. So the refresh is, uh, and this is topical actually. So Foo Fighters, Van Morrison, Weezer, Lil Wayne, Smashing Pumpkins, Counting Crows, Three Six Mafia, Sarah McLaughlin, Death Cab for Cutie, Stone Temple Pilots, Moneybag oh, Yo, God. Modest Mouse, The <laughs> Baby, Chevelle, Lindsey Buckingham, Sarkuti, uh, Spoon, Dirty Honey, Grace Potter, Annalie Chapa, Goose, Group Love, Rival Sons, uh, Stone B. I don't know that. I don't know that dude. Stone B. Boy, Indigo Girls. Kurt Vile and Waka Flocka Flame are like the the top, yeah. uh, like the big the the people that actually get like a picture on the poster or whatever. Yeah, but there's like some random people in here that I, um I wanted to shout out. So I don't know why they're not on like the big thing, but you could probably see them when like three six comes out. Project Pat's in there, Lil White, Al Capone. It's all you know Memphis rappers or whatever. But yeah, um. <laughs> Yeah, they're all in there. And, you know, you have classically legends and stuff that are being the blues town, like Blind Mississippi Morris and, you know, some other folks and stuff. But um, it's kind of, I mean, it's pretty dope that, dude, I, I kind of want to go to this, not for most of the, the people I said, but for Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> oh, God, dude. No, like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that that lineup actually sounds terrible <laughs> well i mean it's all i mean it's just all just like i don't like, know man uh van morrison the lowest cool. common denominator like <laughs> oh shit um <laughs> i mean like i don't know there's a couple bands in here that i would love to see um like who i mean i'd like to see three six again well, um yeah. But dude, I've never seen I mean, Foo music, Fighters at Music Fest, though. It's like, but no, this is the this is my thinking behind Music Fest, right? Um, and tell me if you feel the same. Okay, so there's bands on here like Van Morrison and people like, um, oh no, Foo Fighters and like Van Morrison and like Counting Crows and stuff. Yeah, those are three people that I would never pay to see by themselves. I would but, never see them to be, to be if you paid me to go see them. <laughs> Especially but, the Foo Fighters, man. Oh my god, uh, so over it. <laughs> well, um, oh, this is kind of crazy. I didn't even read this part. It's at the fairgrounds in Liberty Park. That's kind of wild. It's not on the bluff. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's kind of weird. No, they just uh, changed the name of it. I think they just changed. Nah, the name bro. Of it. No, no. I think they changed it's, the name of Tom Tom Lee Park or whatever. Nah. Memphis and May is temporarily moving Beale oh. Street Music Festival from our home by the river because of construction in Tom Lee Park. 
Oh, okay. That's what it is. So the fucking this fairy. Is developing. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So like <laughs> without well, that's what that's my thing behind this. Like, and most music festivals in general is like if you have a bunch of bands that I don't think I'd pay to go see. Yeah. Um, I will pay a lump sum to see them all, you know. Okay, uh, I'm okay that, with yeah. that. Um yeah. I mean that's most music festivals, I feel like. You, mm-hmm. you see some people that you want to see, but then you have to fill your time with the you know the rest of the time you're there with yeah. like random people you probably wouldn't pay to see. So yeah. And it's way cheaper, like 175 for a three day pass. Yeah, and you get sure. to see everybody, which you could pay a hundred dollars and go see Foo Fighters by themselves. Yeah. I mean, easy, you know? Yeah. I don't know why I would, but... <laughs> I mean, but, you know, some people are really into them. So. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. I know. I get it, but... Mm-hmm. But um, so, there's that, so... so yeah. I don't know. Out of, if you had to pick two people to see on this lineup, who would you pick? Mm, I mean, I don't know, because I feel like I've seen... The bands I want to see, I've seen. Like, I would, I would go see Spoon, just because they have a new album out. It's not the best, but... Okay, it's not really that good, but uh, I would go see them again, and I would see. I mean, I would see Three Six Mafia just because it is fun, but it's not like yeah. you know, it's 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 a weird way to see them if you're like thinking like, oh, I'm gonna go see. They're gonna play all these songs. It's like they're gonna play five seconds of a song and go into the next one. Go into the next one. It's gonna be a thousand people on stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there it looks like it's still fun. Yeah, they're a three day. This is a three day event, so. I would guess that so they're on the second line of four. So there's Foo Fighters, Van Morrison, Weezer, Lil Wayne. I'll bet Weezer goes on before Foo Fighters and Van Morrison or Smashing Pumpkins go on before Van Morrison or Counting Crows goes on before Van Morrison. So I'll bet three, six goes on before Lil Wayne. If I was a, betting person and then because usually there's like a hip-hop stage almost yeah um and then like you probably throw money bag yo you know before that yeah i would see all i'll see yeah money bag yeah i'd see little wayne i'd see three six mafia i think yeah i wonder if they'll get their own night to headline like a a stage i mean they usually do i mean when they're there they usually i mean when i saw them they they did it was usually yeah yeah, it was like whatever was like you know some electronic act yeah it was on the one stage and the other stage was some like yeah like counting crows or whatever yeah yeah but i feel like you know the headliners on this are kind of weird because it's like foo fighters van morrison weezer lil wayne so i don't know why you would list it in a in a pack of four across the top of the poster when it's a three-day festival like tell me which are the three main headliners you know yeah Um, i'd imagine foo fighters weezer and what's the last one van morrison yeah. yeah, it would be like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I think so. I'd imagine. I think I think you throw a little Wayne in there one time. Foo Fighters is obviously going to be like the Sunday close it out thing. Yeah. Um, but I wonder. This is a weird lineup. Uh, I look at it like a lot. But yeah. Anyways, all of like everybody's touring right now because you know no one's been able to tour for like three years. So. Yeah, and they're definitely better festivals to go to than that one 100 <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. actually random dude random i saw somebody with a um uh a mempo festival uh hat the other day oh not the other day like a month ago i was like what the fuck 
And it was like the original one, like the year one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what wow. the fuck is this? I think it was like a oh. cashier at Trader Joe's or something. <laughs> it's like, what Jeez. the hell? <laughs> but uh, I, maybe, or maybe they went, dude. How weird would that be? But uh, I don't know. Shout out to this festival. It's cool. It's a fun time if you're in Memphis. I kind of regret not going when we were in like high school and stuff. Like this yeah. is like a thing, something I could probably afford to go to in high school, and I didn't go. So yeah, I mean, it used to be like it was like it used to be like sixty five for like the day or something. Yeah. So even that, or like maybe even the weekend, it's some crazy. It was yeah, cheap as shit. Yeah. Like maybe one hundred twenty dollars, maybe. Yeah, like hundred dollars five if you bought it early for a three day weekend. Yeah, and like I pass. regret, I regret not doing that. Like, why the fuck didn't I do yeah. that? But um. I don't know. I was broke as shit in that time, so it doesn't really matter. But anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah, I just wanted to bring attention yeah. to. I mean, we're on Memphis yeah. shit. We might as well talk about Memphis festivals. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Is there is is there any other other things that have popped off that you've seen? Like you're like, oh man, I should check this out. Well, there's or, that Buku festival that's coming here in March, but it's like. You know the headliners. Like the only person I want to see is uh Tyler the Creator. But oh shit, Tyler's coming there. Yeah. What's it called? What's this festival? Buku B U K U Buku Festival. That's cool. It's like it's kind of like a hip hop electronic like like uh um like the stupid band Suicide Boys like like that rap group whatever they're from New Orleans I guess Louisiana yeah but fuck them I don't. So it's just stuff like that. And like you can look it up. You might know like some of them. I think it's like, you know, maybe I feel like maybe some of those like underground rap guys are coming, like more underground rap groups are coming. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I mean it's you... like, yeah, it's so for such young younger people, you know, I feel like so old, like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about like um just going to festivals in general right now? Like how how do you feel about it? I mean, I feel fine about it because, you know, I mean, CDC just said that, you know, 70% of us can get maskless. So. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, I don't talk about my job on here, but um, from what I've seen, numbers are really low. You know, I've, I've t- we've yeah. talked about this before, but like, or me and you have, but yeah, dude, numbers are pretty low on some yeah. shit. So like I said, like I've been saying to Mardi Gras, which is this weekend. I mean, that's, I mean, I've already seen picture. I mean, I haven't been to any festivities yet, but, um, I mean, I plan on it and, you know, yeah, it's what it is. It's I mean, kind of, we're going to be outside. So yeah, we're going to be outside. It is kind of yeah, scary though. Real test. You know? That's going to, but that's what I'm saying. Mardi Gras is going to be the real test to see if, you know, yeah, if we can gather in large groups again. Yeah. Which I think probably. Yeah. I think by the end of the year, I think we're, we're probably okay. But we'll see. You know, yeah. there's other bullshit happening in the world. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, man. I keep seeing like, uh, shit just, I, you know, I, I, I pray one day that shit is back to what we considered normal a few years ago. But it's, I, at this point, it's been so long. I feel like it's kind of, oh, yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. Like, shit is never going to be the same. But yeah. And like, who would have thought, you know, you're sitting in 2018, 2019, or even when we were at like, um, what's that place in, in the um, uh, rail garden, like hanging out or whatever on 4th of July. 
and yeah. or just hanging out, you know, drinking beers, whatever. There's hundreds of people there and shit. Like that's who would have thought? Like then, only a few years later, we'd be like, you know, stuck inside for years, literally years. Yeah. Yep. But mm. not anymore. <laughs> Not this weekend. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, <clears throat> if that's all we got, yeah. I'm cool with closing it out. Um, yeah, dude. Go and check out uh, Gangsta Boo's 1998 album, Inquiring Minds. And I realized just now, this is kind of hilarious, but when I was emailing them, I, I wrote Inquiring with an I instead of an E. And that's how they spell, I spell it with an E on the album. So... Yeah. Shout out to me for being an idiot. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, go and check this album out. It's really cool. It's pretty long. It's an hour and 15 minutes. So, I mean, hour 14, 14. So, it's still long, though. Uh, 21 tracks, which is, come on, man. It's a lot. But there's some shit on there that you're definitely going to recognize. Like, you got your classic. Um, like three six type shit with the intro where they talk about you know paul and juicy are always talking about like the shit that they have coming up or they just did or whatever and then it gets straight into it and then you have some songs that you're probably you know like me and adam said you'll probably hear on uh, some best ofs or some mixtape type deals or um there's some tracks you're going to recognize for sure but then you have some stuff that like um is i don't know it's kind of like a i don't know like it, it's it, the song i'm thinking of is, is suck a little dick <laughs> and it's um it's, yeah, it's like it's kind of like really... it's kind of like a reply song to like another <laughs> three six song so like shout out to that but it's like there's stuff like that like there's like callbacks to other stuff in that in this i'm gonna say memphis catalog that uh you'll recognize and you're like oh Oh, that's like a callback to this thing, or like that's a response track to this, which is kind of dope. Um, so go and check it out. There's also, you know, that sample, which is really cool. <clears throat> uh, so go and go and just, I mean, go and listen to this. This is it's cool. I, I really want to know where, I mean, all of these album art is like ridiculous from back in the day, but you kind of want to know where this particular album art was shot. <laughs> I guess I could probably figure it out, but uh, yeah, man, this is a dope album. It did really well back in the day, 20 years ago, 20, actually, fuck me, dude, 22 years ago. Um, That's insane. That's, that's legit crazy. <sighs> I was 10 years old when this thing yeah. came out or no, 11, 11 middle school, bro. Middle school, killing it. Um, or I guess middle school. Are you middle school to eleven? I don't know. No, like Maybe sixth grade, grade fifth yeah. grade. Fifth, I was a child. Child. So it's fun to go <laughs> revisit, revisit this stuff. I mean, do you have anything to to add to that before we close this out? Pretty much covered it. I mean, yeah, it's just uh, it's cool to go back and like it still holds up and see where people have taken you know inspiration from you know three six and their style and just even Gangsta Boo and her style. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a uh, fun thing to note about this particular album. Uh there is on on some other um 
three six related shit there's like there's things that date the music so there's like um uh you know some 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 tracks and some songs or whatever talk about like beepers and like um you know uh, sidekick phones and shit like it dates the music you know and like not necessarily did they mean to do that i guess but it does it dates the music so but there's i didn't catch anything on this album that actually dates it you know so it's like pretty timeless as far as like hip-hop in general but um yeah i didn't catch anything it's it's more just like you know general vibe and boo's flow is is crazy so um I don't know. Let us know in the comments if you catch anything that dates the shits because I didn't catch anything. And actually, uh, let us know if you if you got this far. You know, um, let us know if you if what's your favorite track and drop in the comments. Um, also, while you're in the comments, go ahead and hit that subscribe because it's your boys. We'll be back again next month, April, 2022, episode 10. Can you imagine? Can you even? How crazy is that? Episode 10. Yeah, time flies, dude. That's crazy. I can't believe we've done. And fucking nine albums already. This is crazy. Yeah. Shit, man. I build out playlists too, dude. We do. We do. I don't know. You're gonna be busy with Mardi Gras though. So we'll we'll get to that playlist in a minute. <laughs> yeah, your voice your voice getting warm right now. I can see it. I see it. You got the hoodie on. Yeah. You're getting ready to get, get torn up. You know what I'm saying? But um also shout out, um, go check out your boy on Anyone Can Die with the and uh shout out to Nathaniel for giving me this. Japanese green tea IPA 10.1 from stone. It's dude. I'm very surprised at how much I like this. I might give this a 4.5 on untapped. I like some green tea too. I love green tea. I fucking love it. I don't know why, but that shit is top notch. I was, I was really surprised. I had this beer last night. He gave me like a, a bunch of beers, like six or seven, eight, maybe of shit that he just can't drink anymore or whatever. Um, apparently I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him, but he can't drink these. And, uh, he gave me all these beers and I was like, all right, cool. Um, keep in mind though, I was faded. So I didn't know what I actually had. Meg told me that when I got home, all I did was just <laughs> set him on the counter and then left. <laughs> just went to the second like shower. Um, so I didn't even know what I had. And oh, wow. yeah. So when I was looking at this, I was I looked at it last night and I was having another one. It was like a, I mean, you know, go ahead and check out uh, my untap profile or quick sixers, Instagram or, or Twitter or whatever for what I checked in, but it was like this dark, it was like a dark lager or something. Oh no, it was all, it was all IPAs. That's what it was. It was a dark IPA. And I was like, it's all of these are stone beers that he gave me except for one and uh dude this shit was crazy i was like i don't think i've had like a dark ipa like this before so go ahead and check that out um let us know if you've seen if you had the same thing because uh i'm curious they're coming back yeah like those red ipas and dark ipas bro i'm gonna show you a picture after we stop like it's 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 like a dark you know um but um i don't know this was fun. Uh, shout out Gangsta Boo, the realist of real. Um, I love that the genre on like Wikipedia says her genres are crunk, gangster rap, and dirty rap. 
That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Dirty rap. But anyways, 1998. Not the year of dreams like 1999, but a pretty decent year. Um, and it's been you boys, that artist, Adam Kanich, who's dropping the needle, episode nine. Round it out in 10 next month. It's been yep. you boys. But we out. Yep. <laughs>